Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. And speaking of, you know, celebrating people, uh, Super Talk Mississippi Media rolled out over the weekend. It's 228 Awards. And uh, where we celebrate some amazing people, some amazing accomplishments. And uh, if you haven't had an opportunity to take a look at that, you ought to go take a look. It's it's incredible. Over 300,000 votes. Unbelievable outcome. Also, uh, I wanted I wanted to say, too, that my conversation with uh, uh, Kimberly Nastasi yesterday was just terrific. She's the director of communication for Ingalls, and we talked about leadership development. And while that's important, uh, we talked about mentoring, coach young professionals, all the work that's happening in our community to make leadership stronger here. And uh, if you missed that conversation, you can go take a look at it at, at the Facebook page or the YouTube channel. Um, without any further ado, let's move over to my friends, uh, George Freeland and Mary Martha Henson. Uh, they are with the Jackson County Economic Development Foundation. George is the executive director and Mary is the deputy director. And I want to say good morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, Ricky. How are you this morning? I'm doing fantastic. Doing well. Hey, you heard the point that I made about the the importance of leadership development at every level of our community. I cannot overstate that, can I? No, no, you can't. And, and we're always eager to talk about all the ways in which economic development success is, is culminating here in, in this community and along the coast. Uh, that being said, economic development as a discipline, as a practice, as a practice is, is based on good leadership at the elected level, within the private sector, and within the professional ranks of an organization like ours. Well, like yours, I mean, uh, I remember when you and I visited a year ago, uh, Mary had not been with the organization too long. She sat off camera, and but we had a lot of incredible conversations uh, off camera. And then, um, and then, but today she's joining you. And I, I mentioned to you that I've often heard of you guys being sort of the d- d- dynamic duo. Um, but Mary, was it a really important addition to the team there, wasn't she? No, no, no question. Mary Martha Henson's impact on the organization in the community has been absolutely uh, I- immeasurable. Again, um, our organization is broad and it's and it's deep and and it's intended to to affect so many layers of economic development in the community. Her skill set, uh, coupling an economic development experience with her experience and exposure in in Congress uh, for ten years. Is a combination that creates sort of a double whammy, uh, if you will, and has provided a real measure of professional diversification uh, for the Economic Development Foundation. So, Mayor Martha, tell me real quick. Um, you have very, like he mentioned, ten years of experience in D.C. Tell me specifically what that experience was. Sure. So, Ricky, I actually started out in Washington, working in the House of Representatives for a former congressman from Mississippi. And I um, served as his legislative director, so I oversaw his policy team. And that gave me an opportunity to work on legislative issues from taxes to infrastructure to farm and national relations, international trade. So it really gave me a breadth of experience. I came home to Mississippi and ran the Mississippi Economic Development Council, which is the trade association for economic developers and chamber of commerce's. 
you men mentioned Kimberly, and I got to know Kimberly when I ran that organization and certainly have an appreciation for what she's done for the coastal young professionals and, and uh, have admired her through her career. I went back to D.C. when Senator Cochran became the chairman of appropriations. And what an incredible experience to go back to Washington to really work for the senator, but build out those legacy items that were so important to the senator, whether it was working on civil rights issues or making sure our defense communities um, were strong and would sustain beyond his leadership, working on infrastructure, workforce development. So it was, it was an incredible opportunity, but Jackson County is one of those communities throughout my career that I've uh, admired from afar. And so when the opportunity presented itself to come back to Mississippi, and work in this community, you know, it was it was a no brainer. And so I've been back here about two years. Uh, so I'm glad I'm glad to, to see you here, and I'm glad that you guys are working with your team there to continue to have success. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that here shortly. But one of the things I often refer to, and, and George, you and I talked about this when when we met uh, a year ago to talk about sort of your your path to your current role is that Ingalls is one of the bookends. You have Ingalls on one end and Stennis on the other and all these things going on in between. Now, Jackson County is not just about Ingalls. One of the, one of the real benefits of the economic development uh, strategic efforts in Jackson County has been that Jackson County has been able to really diversify its economy. But boy, Ingalls is important. And when you think about military spending, defense spending specifically, and the impact uh, Ingalls has on all these ancillary businesses, you really understand why it's important to understand the political uh, system in, this, in Mississippi and the United States in order to get things done. I mean, it, it requires a village to have success, doesn't it, George? No, no question. And I think that's why Mary Martha's experience and skill set is so well suited our particular economic development profile, opportunities, and challenges here in this community. Uh, Ricky, we have designs that, 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 that defense contracting and the shipbuilding arena and commercial shipbuilding combined with petrochemical operations will always be the economic backbone, if you will, uh, in this community. But to your point, understanding those nuances and coupling that with a real centerpiece of our program of work, that is an intention and a focus on diversifying the economy, has to be a part of any meaningful long-term economic development strategic plan. So is the primary uh, economic development organization in Jackson County, well, give me a quick overview of what some of your, what some of your recent successes have been. What, what's going on there these days? Sure, well, let's, let's just, in, in a broad sense, distill down the, the metrics and the data in, in a way that it's that it is easily processed. Uh, Ricky, we can quantify over the last eighteen to twenty-four months uh, the creation of uh, or the, the the leveraging of close to five hundred million of new capital investments and the creation of over three thousand new manufacturing and/or manufacturing-related jobs in this community. Now, now that is impressive enough. Let me let me remind us, as I as I characterized it earlier, that is a a culmination of work over the years. Uh, one, it, it doesn't it doesn't just happen. We use that adage that says it's not the will to win that matters. You know, every every community has the will to win. It's the will to prepare to win that separates those successful communities from those that tend to struggle. And that back to the leadership part of this this conversation is critical. We need leadership in a community in an organization like this 
to, to sustain operations, and to be focused, and to be disciplined in the way we execute those operations. And in order to be successful in economic development, we all know this, but for those who don't understand it, it is the art of the long view. You, you have to have a strategic right. plan in place that sort of spells out where you want to go. And it, it takes sometimes years to bag that elephant, doesn't it? It, it, it absolutely does. And again, discipline, leadership, and continuity are sort of the three, the three legs to that stool, if you will, um, to, to sort of put some grain to those overall numbers. Uh, in the last year and a half, we can, we can include the Rolls-Royce Marine North America expansion on that list. We can include uh, uh, Northrop Grumman's inclusion of F-35, a manned fighter jet work in that equation. Uh, we can include the American Bait Works polymer injection manufacturing facility at Sunplex in that inventory. Uh, Respiratech with a bioenvironmental testing laboratory at Sunplex. And, and most recently announced last week is Mississippi State's new Northern Gulf Aquatic Research Center that will be located at the Sunplex Light Technology Park. Uh, this will be Mississippi State's uh, largest asset on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. It positions us in a very unique way in that now we have two university-based testing operations uh, on the Mississippi Gulf Coast and will be absolutely critical in our long-term efforts to focus on technology and innovation capture in this community. So, Mayor Martha, when you think about the blue economy and the opportunities there, which obviously this Northern Gulf Aquatic Research Center is part of that whole mission, that's really important, isn't it? It absolutely is. And if you think about the future of what um, the economy looks like, what the Mississippi Gulf Coast can contribute, certainly the blue economy. But, you know, what's so unique about Jackson County, and George just mentioned this, but it's worth reemphasizing, Ricky, is that now Jackson County will have two research laboratories. And those are two university research laboratories. So what does that mean to have two research laboratories? Because I think sometimes that gets lost on people. You know, those are PhDs. Those are scientists that are going to be housed at these research laboratories that then are living in your communities. They're investing in your communities. It's also the opportunity to bring people from outside the state into the uh, Jackson County and the coastal Mississippi to look at issues that certainly impact our economy. And so um, it's exciting to have both of those universities call Jackson County home now. It is exciting. And you think about the strategic position that the Mississippi coast has as it relates to the blue economy, the opportunities we have to take advantage of our, our coastline and the research and other economic development opportunities. It's really incredible. And if you think about the new economy and the kind of people who are part of that new economy and the things that we're doing, for example, in downtown Pascoola, building mixed-use developments and all, we'll, we're going to talk about all that in the next segment. But when we come back, we'll continue our conversations with Mary Martha Henson, the Deputy Director, and uh, George Freeland, the, the Director, Executive Director of the Jackson County Economic Development Foundation when we come back. Broadcasting safe and sound from the coastal Mississippi studios, this is Coast View, View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk 103.1. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Cushy. We have George Freeland, the Executive Director of Economic Development Foundation in Jackson County, and uh, the Deputy Director, Mary Martha Henson, joining us. Incidentally, when we come back uh, in, the, in the next segment, we'll have Steve Azar joining us. He's the Music and Cultural Ambassador for the State of Mississippi, and he has a great songwriters uh, 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 event that's happening in Leland, Mississippi this weekend, and we're going to talk about that, among other things. But George, when we went to break, we were sort of talking about the opportunities to build amazing things in our community. But as you as you peruse the strategic importance of building the kind of communities that are going to make a difference for uh, places like Pascagoula and Jackson County, to, so that we can compete in the new economy, uh, that's an important conversation, isn't it? Yeah, it's an extremely important conversation, Ricky. And again, back to that inventory of projects and successes that we laid out with a measure, a measure of diversification, innovation focus, and technology orientation, we're checking all the right boxes. But we, we, we also have to focus very keenly on what it takes to improve the built environment and, and to make investments in not so much a quality of life, we get that, but a quality of place in this community. And using the example of Pascagoula, there is a group through our Pascagoula Redevelopment Authority that is that, that is that is a purposefully focused on, again, mixed-use development, a, a quality built environment, and enhancing and investing in the kind of, of, of amenities as a community we need to retain the multiplier, to keep that engineer, keep that scientist, keep that PhD, and as much attract talent to our community. One, one of the things that I talk about a lot, and I think it's really part of our success going forward, when you think about the new economy and the creative class, and there's so many jobs that are part of that, they can work remotely. And if, if, you, uh, if you really think about the impact that, that the pandemic has had on the creative class and the opportunities around remote work, it's very, very significant. And, and what I've said many times on this show is that the trends that were in place before the pandemic have only been sped up by the, tr by the pandemic. So if there, was a, if there was a trend toward understanding opportunities around the creative class, uh, about you know, taking advantage of opportunities in this new economy, all the pandemic has done is speed that up. And we want people to, to, to pick downtown Pascagoula. But what we know that the people who are part of that class want is they, 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 these, are, these are writers and graphic artists and engineers and could be lawyers, could be copyright, could be a long list of people. What we know is they want to live, work, and play in a similar area. So mixed use is a really important part of that. Uh, Mary Margaret, that, I mean, uh, that, that's part of the deal, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, in economic development, Ricky, we call this quality of place. And really, that's what the foundation does. I mean, we're creating those jobs. And again, they're high-paying jobs. I mean, what Jackson County typically creates in a job is much larger than the state average in manufacturing wage. So that's an important data point. But even more than that is, is being a part of these groups that are focused on retaining your workforce here in Mississippi and specifically, you know, in Jackson County and the coastal area. So we're benefiting from that worker in the in the dollars that they're going to turn over in the economy, whether that's buying a home, shopping in your boutiques, you know, shop, uh, eating in your restaurants. That's what this is all about, is making sure that we keep the employee here. Like you, Ricky, your husband, just, you just bought a house. 
I did, although my husband's still based in Washington, D.C. Um, but a- as you were just mentioning, I mean, the pandemic has silver linings and uh, he's been able to move back to Mississippi and be based here. And uh, we use the Gulfport Airport quite a bit. Well, I think about Brian and Marie Sanderson, you know, I've Absolutely. had them on the show many times and, you know, they do work all over the United States and it shows Ocean Springs is their place to raise their children. And I mean, it just shows that that. A remote worker, if you're creative, and certainly there's a lot of creativity going on right now in the pandemic, um, you can just about live anywhere you want to to live. Uh, George, you hear that every day, don't you? Yeah, every day. And as we're having this exchange, it occurs to me, we, we, ought, we ought not be confused. Ricky, if it's economic development in a broad sense, right? If it's manufacturing, technology development, and, and innovation focuses. Um, or if it's commu- more of a community development orientation, okay? Those things, again, designed to, to improve the built environment and the quality of, of place. Let's not be a sense of place. In a sense of place. Let's not be confused about any of this. We're in a competition, okay? And as we always say, the competition might be just down the road. It might be across the country, or it might be a world away. And so in the economic development arena, it's important that we set we set an expectation and we understand what our competitive comparative advantages are, that we understand what separates us from the competition. And I think that applies to our downtowns, to that sense of place, to a sense of community development. And there are, let us not be confused again, so, so many ways that we're set apart from the competition as it concerns their livability and all the reasons why someone ought to resolve to make a home and make an investment in these communities. Hey, so George, you guys are really, you've done so much amazing work over the years and you've built a, essentially a, a Jackson County formula to success. And it's, and it's based on public private partnerships. Tell about why that's really important. Let me take a run at that, Mary Martha. So again, I can't get out of my mind the way we began this conversation, Ricky. Leadership, 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 leadership. And I think fundamental to the foundation's formula is is our ability to marshal, uh, hone, and align all levels of leadership, both public and private, in this community with a focus on a shared outcome. An outcome that isn't just 12 or 24 months away, but it's 5, 10, 15, and 24 uh, uh, years on the horizon. And to the public involvement, uh, we're, quick to, we're quick to brag on our board of supervisors. As of, for instance, they are, a, they are such a, a centerpiece in that formula. They are so understanding of what it takes, to your point, that there's a long-term proposition of that. Then when you couple that with the business leadership, and, and the focus of our corp- corporate community, uh, man, it's a, it's a formula that just can't help but be successful. And you have uh, long-term leaders like Jerry St. Pay who continues to sing your praises over all these years. I mean, what a what a gift that keeps giving, isn't he? It's been it's been quite a blessing, hasn't it? It has been. So so I, I'm curious about this. Mary Martha, when you get up in the morning, what are you thinking about? What what do you what do you what gives you the most sense of purpose and what you're doing? Sure. So, I mean, first of all, is to being back in Mississippi. I mean, um, you go to D.C., you get this incredible experience, you travel the world, and uh, but you know, there's something about coming home. But Ricky, I'll say, being back here, 
the people. I mean, the fact that we get to work every day with people uh, from all walks of life that have various, you know, variety of backgrounds, but to get to work with them and know that we're doing things that um, are changing Jackson County, but also the coast and Mississippi. I mean, I wake up every day and think about what can we do to make this place better and who can we involve in that process? And again, back to that leadership. I mean, we have to invest in leaders from from various backgrounds, from um, various industries. And so we're always thinking about who to bring to the table that can be part of that partnership. And, you know, and, and really the other thing that I often think about, because I have a public policy background and, and I enjoy thinking about public policy and the challenges that come with it, is how do we continue to diversify and grow the economy in Jackson County? And, and that always involves public policy. And that, of course, involves people at the federal level, the state level, and the local level. And so, again, building those partnerships uh, around public policy is something I think about every day. I love that you led with people, though. You know, I mean, that's the thing that you most look forward to coming back home to. And uh, Steve Azar and I are going to be talking in the next segment. Uh, we we just I just enjoy visiting with him because he just has such a love for the state. But it, it, our conversations and my conversation with you uh, and with you two and with others that I have on Coast View, it inevitably comes back to our secret sauce in the state. You know, it, the secret is the people. I mean, the, they, the people make the big difference. They're, these are the people who have in their heart and soul this love for this community, this place. And, um, and they're the ones who make other people feel welcome. And when people visit here, they sense that. And it just, it's an amazing thing. And you're actually able to tap into that and in the work that you do in the Economic Development Foundation, building strong relationships with people who then, once you have that relationship, you can accomplish just about anything, can't you? Sure. And, you know, and we say this uh, frequently, our model is built on partnerships. And we talked about this earlier, but again, partnerships is what drives the success of the foundation, but it also drives the success of Jackson County. I mean, we have partnerships at, at the local level, state level, the federal level, the board of supervisors, our cities, and you can't get things done if you're not if you're not a partner. Well, we're out of time, you guys, but it's been a it's been a pleasure to catch up with you, George Freeland, the executive director for the Jackson County Economic Development Foundation, and Mary Martha Henson, the deputy director. I, I really appreciate you spending some time with me. I look forward to visiting again too. Let's don't let so much time pass before we come back together again. Thank you, Ricky. We always appreciate the opportunity to be a part of it. Look you bet. When, and when we come back, we have Steve Azar. Coast View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.